wants to try my 18-layer dip. It's got beans, cheese, bird seed, guac, chocolate chip. One warning, if you're allergic to uh, peanuts or bee stings, I wouldn't eat it. What are you talking about? Who the hell are you talking to? Charlie Blackman is the batting champion, more like the ugly champion. If God doesn't like the Broncos, then why is the sky blue and the sunsets orange? Welcome into the All Colorado Picks Sports Podcast. This is a show one-stop shop for your Colorado Sports Brief. I'm your host, Matt Kennedy. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and follow and subscribe to the ACE Sports Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasting stuff. This is the place for all the best interviews, analyst conversations with local broadcasters, athletes, coaches, and journalists from around the state of Colorado in about 15 minutes or less. And in case you'll have missed it, there have been three major coaching changes in the state of Colorado football. From Nathaniel Hackett being hired for the Broncos um, last week and also two major collegiate football head coaching hirings on the same day yesterday. Carl Mesa hiring Miles Cochaver and Carl School of Mines promoting Brandon Moore from defensive coordinator to head coach. We're talking with Josh Coleman of 91.3 FM KMSA uh, from CMU here in just a little bit to talk to college football hirings. But before we do that, let's go ahead and educate you because these hirings are more significant than you think. First off, let's start with the local guy, Miles Cochaver and Carl Mesa. The Mavericks recently moved on from Tremaine Jackson, who took the job at head coach of Aldasta State down in Georgia. After only two seasons with CMU, Coach Shaver got officially announced yesterday and introduced as the head coach of the Mavericks in his introductory press conference. CMU conducted a search with over 100 applicants and finally narrowed it down to five last week before selecting Miles as the 20th head coach in Maverick history. Spending last season as a defense coordinator for the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference foe, Cishu Pueblo, the Thunderwolves were fourth in scoring defense and third in yards allowed in the conference just a year ago. His first coaching job was for CMU back in 2007, coaching DBs for former head coach Joe Romano. He later transitioned to past defense coordinator and special teams coach from 2009 to 2011. After getting valuable coaching experience at CMU, he took a graduate assistant position coaching safeties at his alma mater, Carlton State, where he played football for the Rams. In his press conference yesterday, Coach Ever emphasized football and family, both on and off the field. Without getting too much into every single quote in question, he consistently talked about winning on and off the field. For example, he said, the number one thing that drives me is that I am a competitor. I want to win. We want to win, not only on the field, but off the field as well. And get this, if you want to make sure you run through a brick wall, he says, it's hard work. It's not easy. There is no secret to having success, but just rolling your sleeves up and going to work. Yesterday morning, Coach Ever met with the Seaman football team, and he said he asked them to invest. Invest in one another, invest in this community, and invest in this team, and great things are going to happen for us. So if you're a Mesa fan, if you're a Mesa uh, advocate, we're very excited for Miles Cochaver. But jumping over to Carter School of Mines, they hired the 30th head coach in program history with the hiring of Brandon Moore, the former now DC, as the HC. And uh, Mines' situation is rather good. Because they're coming off an appearance in the 2021 NCAA semifinals and three consecutive RMAC championships. They're returning 15 starters next fall, including nearly all their offensive skill production and four of the team's five leading tacklers on defense. Moore was promoted to co-defensive coordinator back in 2018 with current William Jewell coach Mike McGlinchey. They took over as the defense coordinator following the 2019 season. That same defense was the nation's best on third downs, 24.3% overall, and ranked 13 in total defense and 11th in scoring defense and 6th in rushing defense. The accolades go on and on. This last year, 
Uh, Mines is defense ranked among the nation's best in scoring defense. Turnovers gained, sacks, and interceptions as the unit produced two shutouts and allowed single-digit points in five games, including a program postseason record 55-6 win over Benjamin State in the NCAA Division uh, or NCAA Division II second round in which the defense did not allow a score. So with that, let's go ahead and bring in the expert Josh Coleman of 91.3 from KMSA to talk about Mines in Mesa and talk their new head football coaches here on ACE. All righty, well, busy news week. Um, from around college football, but we're focusing on the Division II aspect, the RMAC, Rockham Athletic Conference, because the, I would say, two best uh, college football teams within the D2 level within the state of Colorado made some coaching changes, some coaching hires on Monday of this week. Colorado Mesa hired Miles Coachaver, and then Colorado School of Mines hired Brandon Moore. I'm here with Josh Coleman, of course, uh, of 913 FM KMSA, the sports director for the CMU Mavericks. Josh, how's it going, boss? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing great, boss. I'm doing fantastic. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's just maybe the aftermath of uh, Nathaniel Hackett being hired as the Broncos head coach. But um, this whole season of bringing in new dudes and kind of being excited about really enthusiastic people, uh, that's the vibe. That is the vibe within Colorado football because uh, Miles Cochaber, a new coach of CMU, 20th head coach in CMU Maverick football history, uh, he came across really well. Um, we just watched his, his press conference yesterday. He's a former Fruit of Monument guy. He's from the Grand Valley, most recently from uh, um, Cishu Pueblo. He was a defensive coordinator for them. He spent time in CMU in the past. His resume is very nice. But Josh, first head coaching experience. So just from everything from the press conference to what we know from his, uh, from his resume um, to what he said yesterday, what is your first impression of Coach Coach Aver, and what are your thoughts on uh, Mesa hiring him? I am actually really excited about the hire. One, because like you mentioned, he's a Fruit of Monument graduate. He's a Grand Valley native. I think that that adds a lot to CMU as as a culture, especially with the backing that the local Grand Junction people give CMU athletics. I think it brings in a lot more people who already knew him from his time prior in high school, his first coaching job here with Joe Romano, and then his second instance here. I mean, he's, he's got a lot of history here, and I think it's a good hire. I understand he's a first year, which is always, it's always got some question marks behind it. But in just the nature of football right now, we've seen so many first-year head coaches come in, in college and the NFL come in mm-hmm. and have success. So I don't know if it's as much of a drawback as it used to be. And there's a lot of candidates for this. Uh, it was over 100 applicants for the job, which we didn't think Mesa would be getting a whole lot this late in the year. But with the resume that they've kind of built up in the last year or two, um, it was, it's definitely a very appealing job, uh, turns out. There are some Division One coaches that applied for this job. Uh, some offensive coordinators from around like the Pac-12 um, were, were, were in there. I'm not going to give out any names. Um, but Robin Brown, who was the CMU football head coach search committee chair, uh, was talking yesterday. And she said about Coach Aver, and I quote, we picked a good candidate unanimously who had incredible character winning record and his local he's going to stay and bring his family here and stay a long time and of course with Jermaine Jackson being hired at Valdosta down in Georgia he was here less than 14 games and he's up and gone so with Mesa who's trying to build a program they wanted somebody who's going to stick around longer than two seasons and I think they got that with coach Miles I I I would agree It, it seems like he's in it for the long haul wants to be in Grand Junction and to me, that's a great thing because 
Tremaine, he brought a lot of really, really great things to the Grand Valley with his dog mentality, the the determination, obedience, and grit. I think it it really helped build the program into what it was last season with that eight and two record, biggest win in five ish years with that win over Colorado School Mines. It was set up very well. And then it was just unfortunate he got a, a really good job. I mean, it's hard to say no to a job where the national championship runner-ups offer you offer you a position. It, sure. It's hard to say no. I, I think Coach Aver, the fact that he is also a defensive-minded head coach yeah. is really going to benefit this program because it's not moving philosophies a ton. It, it's going from one defensive-minded head coach to another, and I think that that's going to kind of help smooth the transition for him as well. Looking at what some of the because he met with the team yesterday for the mm-hmm. first time in the morning, right? Monday morning. Yep. And um, on the Daily Sentinel, Patty Arnold reported that Dagan Rinks, Mesa Star tight end, um, says the way he spoke about his family, he wasn't the only one. But when any coach speaks about the family the way he did, it's comforting. He just made everyone in the room feel comfortable. And that speaks to his character. And I, I don't know, Josh, but it just seems like nowadays when coaches say all the right things and then don't back it up behind the scenes, it, it can it can have an impact on the program. But I think with somebody like Coach Aver and and I, I think of like Nathaniel Hackett, like the way players are excited about how the coach talks about community and, and fellowship and, and integrity and the way that they also treat their family is one of the biggest reasons why these coaches stick around and have success. And it also just kind of creates that culture within the program. Like, hey, this is going to be a family. And so with Mesa, with everything that they've gone through in the last couple of years, with two coaching changes and with stuff that goes on, you know, like off the field, Mesa needed somebody who can come in and have a positive impact. And hopefully Miles can do that. And it seems like from his first couple of uh, interviews and press conferences that he's going to bring that aspect to, uh, to Mesa as well. He talked about being champions on the field and off the field. So football aside for Mesa football as a culture, coach Aver is possibly the guy for the, uh, for the job. Oh, absolutely. I think one of the biggest aspects that I really like this hire for is at West Texas A&M, he was the director of community service. And yes. that is just something when we saw Tremaine really try to build the community and work together with the football program and the GJPD. I think that that, title and that experience for for him is really going to add to the program because you can tell that it isn't just football with him it's football is a huge part of it but he wants the players to feel like this is a family atmosphere he wants the community to really participate in in the athletic side but also trying to just treat each other with kindness it it feels like he really is going to build that family atmosphere and it's something that CMU needs because it felt like Tremaine started to build that, but in two years, there's only so much you can do. And I think coach coach Aver is really going to push that and build it up even further from mines to Mesa. Uh, it's, it's some of the best football in all of division two. I think at, with, with, with what Carter mines was able to do this last year, going to the national semis, being ranked as number three in NCAA Division II polls, deepest postseason run in program history. Um, Greg Brandon retired after a very long time with the Ore Diggers. Brandon Moore is now the 30th head coach. He was a defensive coordinator for the Ore Diggers, and their defense was just dominant throughout the whole season for, for Mines. 12-2 and two record. Uh, those two losses coming to Valdosta and Mesa. 
it's kind of ironic how that just kind of played out with Tremaine Jackson now going to Valdosta. Um, but he takes over a program who hopefully isn't going to lose any kind of momentum. And I think hiring from within the same coaching staff is the route that they wanted to go. And it may have been an obvious choice. I'm not as familiar with, with minds and how they went about the signing process. Cause of course we're, we're Mesa guys ourselves, but with Colorado school of minds, losing a guy like Greg Brandon, it made sense to hire somebody like Brandon Moore. And I don't think they're going to lose a whole lot of successful from what they carried over from last year. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I think hiring from within was the best move they could have done because um, now I just, Greg, what was? Greg Brandon. Yeah, Greg Brandon. I was like, I just completely lost his last name. <laughs> um, but Greg Brandon, he he had built such a successful program and culture and coaching staff there that hiring within felt right. And going with their defensive coordinator who led their defense to just the one of the best seasons we've seen. I mean, they held opponents to 13.4 points per game, which is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But I think it helps bringing in Brandon Moore with recruiting because you don't have to bring in a new like whole head coaching philosophy and try to build up perhaps something else where Moore is more focused on retaining and trying to cultivate what was already built at mine. So I think I think it's a brilliant move to get him in and from what I've seen over the years of watching Mines football, it seems like Moore was had his defense performing really consistently, and I expect him to just continue that with the entire team. So I think it's a great idea. Moore's been a part of four RMAC championships at Mines, coached 40 all RMAC players, including 2017 NFFCC Defensive Player of the Year, Ding Wegner, All-Americans in there, All-Academic Defense Player of the Year's, his resume speaks for itself, and mine's is they got a good one. They got a good one. So, Josh, uh, prediction: Who wins the RMAC next year uh, between Mines Mesa, or is it somebody else? Who's gonna Who's gonna Who's gonna take home the RMAC crown in twenty twenty two? Oh, you know, it's that one's a little tough, especially because we are almost eight months away ish, six to eight months away from really getting it's into. It's way too early predictions, but it's fun to predict. Yeah, it's way too early predictions. I still, it's gonna be hard to take mines off that pedestal. It's going to be very hard to take mines off of the tip top of the Armac until Matoka and Zeman are gone because I mean, Zeman arguably the best, if not the best running back in the Armac. Matoka has that offense always running smoothly and efficiently. And then their defense, they just don't give up big, big plays. They really don't let you sustain good long possessions. They just are so good as a team that I, I just don't see them losing anytime soon or it kind of dipping from that top spot in the RMAC unless CMU or Western get some good acquisitions and kind of can build their program. For me, mine's is still that number one, especially for next year. Mine's are still the top dogs and they will be the top dogs until somebody can uh, dethrone them. But as of right now, mm-hmm. staying within the system, they keep most of the same core guys. Yeah. I don't see them going anywhere anytime soon. Josh, always a pleasure. Look forward to uh, covering this fall with you. But uh, until then, I uh, appreciate you, boss. No no problem. Thanks for having me on, Matt. Big shout out. Thank you to Josh Coleman today for joining us on ACE. Make sure to tune in tomorrow. We'll be back at it talking some CSU basketball, maybe some Denver Broncos too, with uh, Justin Michael from DNVR Rams. The Broncos are for sale 
and the Rams. Tough loss to Wyoming, but they have a couple of exciting games coming up within the Mountain West. As for today, that's all she wrote. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Subscribe to the ACE Sports Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or if you get your podcasting stuff, rate us five stars and leave a review. We'll see you all tomorrow. Happy Tuesday. Peace. Peace.